Hey folks, it's Ray here, giving you a quick heads up before we start things off today. Having recorded and edited this episode while on vacation across state lines, I didn't exactly have access to our usual music files. But don't let this unusual silence deter you. We've still got a great show, although you first-time listeners may want to grab our last episode instead for an accurate first impression. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Start! All right, well, hello and welcome, everyone, to episode 103 of Toopy Starts Live. He's Tim. And he is the Hargraves Brothers. Mm. Oh. Yes, I'm Ray, and we'd like to welcome Eddie to the show from The Lamb Show. They're welcoming me. I'm hosting the podcast, actually. <laughs> they're on tour, and it's in my place. But, hey, oh, they're welcoming me. Oh, that's so generous, so yeah, gracious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you bet. You know, we, we sacrifice a lot for you guys, but never before. I, I, don't, I don't know if we've ever had to get up so early to do a podcast before. I know. That's... Why 3 a.m., you guys? Is, <laughs> I mean, I, am, I don't know if I'm, if I'm, I'm going to be my at my best. You know, I got my teddy bear here. Oh, you work close to bed. Okay, well, let's just step up <laughs> from over here. <sighs> well, let's take a vote. Do we want to hit up some, some debate with up, or do we want to do a comic talk first? What's the debate? I mean, Tim is a soulless mm-hmm. person. That's, that's, about the, that's about the end of it. I guess right we're there. going into up. <laughs> Ray decided he didn't want to debate me at one-on-one, <laughs> so he needed no, to be two-on-one. Give me some examples. What was wrong with it? To me, it was a movie that had a lot of missed opportunities and inconsistencies in the storytelling. I mean, Carl is supposed to be 78 years old in the movie. And again, yeah, you see this frailty, you know, at the beginning and then there's there's sword fighting and climbing up a blimp. And yet he's got like the, the walker strapped to his back and he's like this action hero, you know? That that didn't flow well for me with, with the, the age... Uh, issue there. It's interesting that you say this rates lower on your Pixar list mm-hmm. because I f- I find it fascinating how everybody has such a different list yeah. and and it's not even just like well we quibble about which one is on top. It's like someone can have a movie at the top of their <laughs> list that is on the bottom, bottom of my yeah. list. Yeah, 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 yeah. And most friends I talk to really don't like Cars to the point where yeah, they're I like, think you're right. I don't even like to think of it as a Pixar film because it's just it's not good. Right, and that's an that's an age level thing because if you mm-hmm. would ask someone under the age of 12, they generally rank it very, very high. Yeah, but like, that's like me asking the 12-year-olds and under what they think of the werehog. But, you know, but, like. but you're invalidating their opinion. I mean, that's that's how they feel about it. That's It's like, oh, I love that movie, you know, and someone like us that's a little bit older is like, yeah, Cars, not so much, you know. I mean, The thing everyone, is, I, I think Pixar is most successful in, in making movies that can appeal to both kids and adults at the same time. Right, The problem right. with Up for me was that Instead of being consistently good to both kids and adults at the same time, it seemed like certain parts of the movie were meant for kids and certain parts were meant for adults. You know what I mean? Talking dogs, we got to throw that in there for the kids. Like some of the comic relief stuff. The talking dogs to me was just hilarious. Hmm. You know, I I mean. (laughs) I I will admit Doug is a, a good character, a very good character. That loyalty, that instant love. Yeah. Not dumb, but the the simple way that he yes, thinks, simple. you know. Yes. I, I do like that a lot. And that makes him very lovable and, and you like that he just always comes back like dogs are always loyal, even if you, you know, beat him or whatever. I don't know. But um <laughs> That's how, the that's the message that we should get from up, how's, everyone. How's, uh, yes. How's Lily doing by the way? Oh, just doing great. Very loyal. Yeah. <laughs> But um, the other dogs kind of fall into the henchman category, which is very conventional for cartoon stories. I like the Delroy Lindo voice dog. I thought he was... But I think the voice almost was necessary to give him something to... 
he wasn't much of a character outside of, of being a funny voice to me. That's the joke of that's it. The that's the I joke mean, that's of the it. Point. Is, like, is that he's this imposing German shepherd, and it's like, wow, he's fearsome. And then when that voice comes out, it's like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious, you know. And that's right. why the dogs laugh at it. That's, that's what, why that's we what laugh makes at the it. character. Like that's the other thing yeah. is the squirrel joke. You know, once is enough. Twice, okay, that's 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 max there. The comedy rule of threes. Yeah, but they did three. it like three or four times, and, uh, and three it was or four. This, well, it might still be there. It, it might, might still three. be at the correct yeah. rule of. We're three. gonna have to send Ray back to the theater to count them, <laughs> since we know he's so good at counting things. Uh, again, again, you saw Paranormal Activity, right, Eddie? <laughs> I did. How yes. many f words are in that movie? <laughs> like two, in my opinion. <laughs> no, yeah, right? see, Ray's gonna go back and say, "I didn't hear the word squirrel once." <laughs> but you know, they did the joke identically each time with with squirrel like squirrel they well, actually that's, the, it, that's how it's funny like that's no, why yeah. it's funny because no, no, like, sorry, totally sorry. they should have built on no, it if they were going to do it again that's how dogs work it doesn't matter what situation yeah. they're in they'll just do that they'll they, just it's that short-term memory yes yeah, the reaction know. just the impulse reaction sort of style like so you can't really do it any different like you just have to do it the same way Three times. What, else, what also makes it funny is that you know there's no squirrels on that whole place. <laughs> but you here's, know? So yeah, here's like, one way still, they talked about like, doing it. They 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 were gonna put a, an actual squirrel in there when they were in the planes, and they would say squirrel, and they were gonna actually go after the the squirrel, mm. and that's how the planes were gonna crash instead of just saying it, and the planes crash. And to me, that's funnier. Like, oh look, there's actually a squirrel this time. Like, they finally put a squirrel in oh, there. And, and it's funnier to me that there's not because it's it's more like, wow, what a stupid dog, you know? Like that, you and, know. But then it would that's... fall into like that Jar Jar Binks wins the battle scene of Star Wars One style, <laughs> oh, where it's like, no. oh look, there just happened to be a squirrel there to save the scene, right? <laughs> like, I think you would be more upset over that. I think if there should have been a squirrel flying a plane, and it should have shot them all down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I, I love how I love how. <laughs> by the way, everyone, Tim sent us this great email where he, oh, he yeah. some, he I, you never some, responded so I was wondering some, what well, you thought because I was like what's to respond to I'm like you don't enable the, the disabled here oh, by, yeah. by responding to something and like encouraging him like I wanted there, to like there, I wanted to pat the email on the head you know sort of patronizingly because it was like here's here's, here, okay, here's, here's what, this here's image the- of the house lifting up and he's like, look at the porch. Say, I guess you wanted me to look at the porch because there wasn't anyone on the porch. Correct, yes. And then the, on, in a later scene, it's like, hey, Russell's on the porch, you know? Well, no friggin' duh. I mean, if you if you showed Russell on the porch ahead of time, it wouldn't really be much of a surprise yeah, when someone knocks on the door. Yeah, I'm not suggesting you show Russell on the, on the porch. I'm suggesting you don't show the porch as it's taking off. You can show no. the house from above. But see, you can that's show what it from makes the it, side. That's what makes it funnier to me is because yeah, then when he's like, in the house and there's a knock on the door, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, how? And then he opens the door like, how'd you get? Like, how are you still here? That's part of the, right. the humor a, of it. It's a like, cartoonish aspect. I mean, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's funnier like, to you when they make no sense right. at all. Okay, got I'm it. Like, this is no, like this is like if engineers made movies. It would have been really funny. This is why engineers don't make movies. Ellie just came back from the dead because well, that makes no yeah. sense at all. But you know, it'd be so hilarious. Rise from your grave. <laughs> Rise from your grave. Okay, a couple other points here. Okay, right, make, oh, make, make it. This wow, half hour. Make it okay, snappy. Hear me out. On the blimp, Doug slides back in the control room and hits this lever. And what does the lever do? Do you remember? No. Does it? Ro- it rolls the blimp. It rolls the blimp. Can you tell me what the purpose of rolling a blimp is and why there'd be a lever to do something stupid like that? Hey, to, what's the purpose of a blimp in the first place? I'm like, hey, let's fill up a giant balloon with like, like, 
you know, <laughs> flammable gas. You know, just if someone lit a match, like we'd all die. You know, that's a good idea. Well, it, it actually happened though. They actually yeah, did that. Exactly. I'm like, and yet we still make blimps after that. You know, it's like but really good year. Do you barrel have a, roll, okay? you have a, blimps don't do barrel rolls. Yeah, but but Munts is a pretty adventurous guy. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. imagine if you were. Oh my gosh, there's a really narrow place. Like we better, we got to do a barrel roll. You know. <laughs> right. Because that makes the, the, it skinnier in some way. It, it reminds me of Stardust. They have, like, these Skies of Arcadia-style flying pirate ships yes, in, the, in yeah. the air, right? And, like, it, it's, like, pulling up and down, and they're, like... <laughs> and they have, like, they have a big wheel that they're turning. You know, right. like, they're turning a wheel, and it's going up and down. Like, wait, does the does the wheel control left and right? Or, like, well, how does this work exactly? Like, They just do it, and it doesn't make any sense. Well, you guys, it's it's been fun. But uh, let's jump into Comic Talk. Let's do it. This week we had Comic 145, A Big Help. You know, we thought it was real funny to have to think of Toad as supposed to be this help to, to Mario saving the princess. And yet he, he's got all this these resources and he really forces <laughs> you to play these silly games and then only gives you one power up or, you know, he's like, oh, you didn't, right. you didn't win the game, you know, sorry. He cares more about his own... Uh, he's self-absorbed own- like months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It all, all right. comes back. We need to. You're right, need you're, to, Eddie. You're right. That's Epp it, is folks. genius. <laughs> the big reveal. The big reveal. <laughs> all along, it's been Toad's Toad. behind Bowser the whole time. Yeah. Right. That's who who commented about that. Who said that? Somebody did. Yeah. And because it was great. Because I think that was a fantastic idea that would have made the, the strip even better. Was if we could somehow show a little clearer that that Toad is actually the one empowering he's the one Bowser. Pulling the strings. Yeah. yeah. He's like, wow. I'm going to sell so many flutes this way. <laughs> We're going to hide them in the castle. Yeah. One of the th- things, for me at least, and I, I, and I seem to have some, some people agreeing with me in the comments, was the forget about it from yes. Toad, which seemed, which I will say it just seemed out of place because when I hear Toad, which is generally like in the Mario Party games <laughs> because he'll play a big role, right. he's sort of like relentlessly cheerful <laughs> and you want to hate him for that because it's like you just randomly last all, all your coins in a game of chance be like okay <laughs> kind of want to strangle him it's like don't you see that i'm losing i need this item <laughs> i think you should have had tom nook in there i mean i think that would have been pretty funny if mm. you know he wasn't he was involved like he's teaching toad how to oh, know, so, he's like so i learned everything tom from watching Nook you is behind toad. toad who's behind bowser uh, i see yeah, I thought, yeah. <laughs> that would have been kind of funny listen i only have time for one panel okay <laughs> <laughs> well i think what's also confusing is like the character of toad is like is he a person or is he a race <laughs> you know like there's all these toads, you know, and they're blue and yellow and red. You know, it's like at least in Paper Mario, you get oh, we're in Toadville or whatever, and there's right. all these different toads right. and they're different colors and they wear different clothes and they have different names. It's like okay, fine, but it's like, <laughs> so are you the same toad? Or are you like, you know, are you from the city and you're another toad? Like I don't, I don't understand. And and then in New Super Mario Brothers Wii, it's like. You know, we have two different toads that you can play as, and I'm like... And I, I think they made a serious mistake by having two toads playable and then also having toads as helper characters. Yeah, like, I hate that. I always think about, like, they should have had someone else besides the two playable toads, but then I never think of who the... 
they should have had instead. How about a Pianta? There's Pianta. <laughs> oh, this God. giant thing. Oh, <laughs> I do not like the Piantas. Let me, let me just just we can just strike those from the continuity as far as I, as far I as agree. I'm absolutely, Piantas need to go. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought you meant Petey Piranha, and I just no. imagined like this gigantuan Petey Piranha running around the stage kicking everyone here's off. Here's a here's a what about this idea? Your me character? No. Actually, no. I don't. That's not no. bad. Highly yeah. disagree. I mean, what? I Why think it'd be kind of cool. Why is that worse think, than Toad? I mean, how cool would it be to see yourself in the Super Mario Brothers game? I agree. I agree. Oh my right. gosh, dude! I, it, it feels, was, <laughs> dude, 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 <laughs> dude! I have the guys, best idea. Guys. Stop what you're doing. Look, 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 I'm happy for you and I'm going to let you finish, but I, I just got to say this, putting your me is the best idea ever in video game history. I agree. I absolutely agree. All right. Well, hey, for every great comment comes great comments. And this week's suggestion box was no different. Comment of the week goes to Pi, who said, I love the site, but I think that between the baby and everything, you guys can't pull off the Tuesday night comics with the same elegance you usually do. At the risk of being an unhelpful internet critic person, I think you should take two weeks off the comic and spend the time trying to get ahead a little bit. Throw some ideas around, and maybe Ray could find the time to do a comic or two and go to bed at a reasonable hour, even though you have said that sometimes your greatest ideas come from the pressure of having to do a comic. Pressure makes diamonds, but if they crack, all you've got is a shiny rock. Once again, I love the site and listen to the podcast religiously, but I think that a two-week head start of sorts would do wonders. For Ray's sleep, if nothing else. In any case, thanks for the free entertainment. So what are you saying, Ray? You want to take a couple weeks off? Look, honey, we need to have a talk. <laughs> well, no, I brought this up last week. And, and that, you know, if we, need, if we need to be starting the comic over the weekend so that we can get some of these ideas a little more fleshed out, then we need to do that, you know? I still feel our balance works best with one week. Honestly, if we went for two weeks... We would not do anything until Correct. the night before that two-week comic. Like, Correct. Yeah, so it's not about the two-week thing. It's just about starting it a little earlier, maybe. Because then we could say, well, then why don't you just do two comics a week? And then you're forced to come up with an idea the night before that comic. But it's like, I have a life. So I know you gave News weird... update to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is, this needs to go on. This needs to be a Facebook status. Things have changed since episode 20 of the podcast. Sure. Uh, I can't tell you how many things I can't do Tuesday nights now. Like, I... I have lots of friends like, hey, let's go do like, no, comic night. My night's shot. Like, it's just gone. Like, I can't do anything on Tuesday night. So the idea of having one extra night to that is like, I'm not going to get anything done except the comic. Yeah, and- first of all, that comment kind of offended me because it's like, thanks for the fatherhood advice and Ray's sleeping habit advice. <laughs> right. You don't really know us and our lives and what goes on. So, I mean, I disagree. I, I did appreciate the comment. No, I, he, he I appreciated it in, in, in without that stuff. No, you don't know what t- is taking a toll. It's just life. Wait, I'll tell you what's taking a, t- a toll. The comic, that's what's taking a toll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take two, exactly. take two weeks off and then not do the comic anymore and things. But that's great. the thing is, yeah. if we took time off, we would never do the comic again. That's right. my opinion. Yeah. But here's the thing: I think we have a few ideas that we've not done in months because of, t- you know, time and stuff. So, so my question to you is: Okay, if I give you an idea right now, would that get done any sooner than Tuesday night or not? Here's what I worry about: the idea of putting even more work into. into I, I'm I'm just worried about raising the standards, but. I would like. I want to. I want. Uh, here's the thing. I want to be able to make the comic better and make it funnier and all those things. It, it's just the balance between it and my life is very difficult to pull off, and I kind of have to settle sometimes. With you know what? That's good for this week. Like until next week, we'll see if if I can do it better. Like who knows? 
No, some, week, some weeks are always going to be funnier than others. I mean, that's yeah, just, that's right. just, that's just the nature of it. Yeah. But here's another question for you. How much time do you spend on the podcast? I probably spend about four hours editing it on a Monday morning. Because that, I mean, and that, that's another huge chunk of time. That's Basically, Monday morning and then Tuesday night shot. So, like, I literally run on a six-day week of my life. Like, the seventh day is spent on two-piece start. Well, and note that, that one of these comments, <coughs> you know, it also said, yeah, I agree, like, take time off from the comic, but don't stop the podcast. <laughs> right. Those like, have to keep <laughs> happening no matter what, because I can't live without those. So does, maybe we need to realign our, our, uh, our, the time here. You know, do unedited podcasts and oh, spend no, more time on the comic. No. Death before unediting. <laughs> how, how dare you, Tim? Even bring such a thing up. How dare you? How dare how you? Dare you? All right. Well, hey, let's move on. We, yeah, let's get the rise from your grave out of the you. way. <clears throat> there are people who read the site, but they don't comment until you. later. All right. Anyway, our first grave riser goes to Zach E, who said, "It is time that I rise from my grave. Rise from your grave and join Tim and Ray's undead army." I just discovered To Be Star and became instantly in love with the style and humor of both the comic and the podcast. I've personally done podcasting and currently am working on a webcomic, and I have huge respect for the time and effort that you guys must spend on behalf of those in the Undead Army. This comic is great, too. The Toad Houses feel particularly punishing in New Super Mario Bros. Wii, and this captures it very well. Our next Grave Riser is Rather On Fire, who said, I haven't read the comic for an incredibly long time, but I might as well rise from my grave. Rise from your grave. If I remember, my first comic was 127, and my first podcast was 89. I haven't gotten around to listening to all of the podcasts yet, but I've listened to some of them. After hearing this episode, which may be one of the funniest podcast episodes I've heard from anybody, I knew that I had to comment. Well, thank thank you very much. Cody Kid, 168. I'm rising from my grave grave. with a blazing... Nice comic, guys. And finally, our last grave riser goes to Drake Ziggo. Uh, I'm finally rising from my grave. Rise from your grave. I wanted to do this on Podcast 100, but figured I would get a lot of competition. I've actually been following the comic since number 26 after updating my own Wii and finding the clock. Friends and I were having a debate if it was there or not to begin with, so I accidentally stumbled upon this internet comic after a Google search and have stuck with it ever since. However, I've only been following the podcast since 75 and listening back once or twice a week to catch up. I'm glad I didn't let more podcasts go by. Anyway, expect a post from me every other comic and podcast from now on, and, and perhaps even find me active on the forums. Who knows? Goodbye for now, and kind wishes from the Netherlands. Well, thank you well, very thank much you. for all your grave rising. And those of you still out there, we know you're there, and uh, we like to hear from you guys. Yeah, if you have parenting advice, then, you know, go ahead and let me know how I should raise <laughs> my well, child. Because no one knows more than the dead. All right. <laughs> well, it's time for the dreaded Black Doom Award. Each week, Tim and I both oh, mentioned a terrible bad. choice made related to video <laughs> games. In honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created, Black Doom. Uh, my Black Doom award goes to Eric Estevel. Oh, Estevella. that was mine, buddy. Oh, <laughs> oh, yay. This guy's such an idiot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so previously, he had sued Sony because he was banned from the PlayStation 3 network, the PlayStation network, because of his foul language on the oh, network, this right? Yes, yeah, this yeah. guy. How who, dare they ban and him? And it was basically dismissed because, uh, listen, Sony's not part of the government, so you don't have any <laughs> yeah, free speech rights. He said they were infringing his First Amendment rights. Right. You know? No, yeah. you're, you're a moron. He didn't stop there. He decided, you know, I, I started with Sony, I better finish off with Microsoft and Nintendo. <laughs> so he's suing Microsoft for $75,000 
for undue stress and sadness caused by his 360's red ring of death. <laughs> he says Microsoft should have to bear the burden that is now put on the shoulders of this disabled plaintiff. So, so his $300 360 died, so he wants $75,000 oh because of it. You know how many tears I've cried because the online for Brawl kind of sucked? I want my payment for that, you know? <laughs> yes. That's got to be worth millions. And then what's he suing Nintendo for again? Because he can't install the homebrew channel? Well, yeah, he's suing them for interfering with his pursuit of happiness. <laughs> Does this guy have any idea what the Constitution or any, you know, anything in our government, like what it's oh, there for? wow. I don't remember Nintendo's oh, Constitution to it. gamers. You know, I, don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, they're legally obligated <laughs> to not interfere with your happiness. So, like, hey, here's all the items for free, you know? like. I mean, what an idiot, right? I mean, this is the kind right. of person that I want to take a gun and just shoot them in the head. <laughs> shoot in the face, in the face, specifically. What? And then laugh. I would laugh. Oh, my god! What are you going to sue me for, dude? <laughs> How happy are you now? You're talking about virtually shooting, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, just, just double-checking that. Because he's only in resistance while I, when I play resistance. Right, because, yeah, because he swears. Because of his foul language. just want to reach through the internet and kill him, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, oh. Eddie, I have heard that you have the ultimate... Black Doom Award. Oh, do you, do you wow. want me to do the ultimate, or do you want me to do more timely Black Doom Award? I want to hear the ultimate. The ultimate. Okay. <clears throat> My ultimate Black Doom Award goes to Ray. No. For <laughs> continually... He's not getting it about Sonic. That's... that's. I mean... What? I thought it was the bros he, thing. He's again. not getting... Well, that that's just... <laughs> it, yeah, that's ongoing. That's a problem. <laughs> So, Sega has flat out said, "Look, we make Sonic games for children." They just flat out, I mean, they've they've just come out and said it flat out. Look, yep. we like p- kids that are 12 and under really like these characters, so we're going to make games with these characters. We're going to make games that these kids like. So what am I and, 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 and yet Ray comes out and is like, I don't understand this. Like they made this game and I didn't like it. And they Wait, and hold it's on. like they made it for twelve year olds. It's like, yeah, they did make it for twelve year olds. <laughs> That's who they're making the game for. This, no, no, this and, make, and guess no, how old somebody was when they were used to play Sonic for the first time and really liked it. Pretty much the same exact age. <laughs> All right. Let's think about the timeline here. When that interview happened, that yeah. was after Sonic Unleashed had come out. Right. After Sonic and the Black Knight had come out. Yeah. Okay. What Sonic games have come out ever since then? Um, I, I, you tell None. me. You're the Sonic None. Follower. None have come okay. out. We're, we're waiting for the Project Needle Mouse baloney that's coming out soon. And like, so ever since that article, it was made clear to me, like, look, here's the proof. Here's the proof that Sonic games will not be good for a long time. Right. And that's why when we heard about Project Needle Mouse, I wasn't, I never said like, hey, this could be the one, people. But you were, up, the you one. were so upset about them saying that, that like. Oh, you know, they're not making the right choices, you know, and... and, and yeah, I and, always felt they weren't making the right choices, and then when I finally saw that interview, I'm like, all right, it, it all comes together now, and now I can't trust anything that they do for sure. Like, I like I can't... I think you can trust them. I think you can trust that they're going to make <laughs> Sonic games that appeal to nine-year-olds. That's and what you I'm had doing! A, and you had a problem with that. You're like, why are they making games for nine-year-olds? That's yeah, so I, lame. It's like, no, that's I, what they've always done. That's what they did no, from the beginning. I, you know? I highly it's disagree. Like we, that's what age we were when we played those games and we liked them you didn't have you know like 40 year old gamers that were like oh sonic yeah this is great you know it's mm. like mm, no see what you're saying is sonic the hedgehog 2 arguably the best 2d sonic game ever made was made for nine-year-olds i'm saying who played it you know who played that game who were they targeting that game to they weren't targeting it to the 33 year old 
I right. I the, guarantee you. I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. There's, they're there's like they're like differences. You, you, you look at your market. You say, who is our market? You know, in in 1989, like who was playing video games? All right. You know? here's, here's, so it's like hold on th- That's Th- what they're doing. But this is the difference. Is like a movie like Up, for example, <laughs> is made <laughs> to appeal for kids. Wow. I'm, I'm bringing this wow. around. I'm bringing oh, this around, no. people. No, listen up. <laughs> it's it's made for both kids and adults. Like it's made like, hey, look. Our, Specifically for nine-year-olds, right? Yes. Like our target audience is going to be kids wanting to go see this cool animated movie. Now, there's a way of doing it right, and there's a way of doing it wrong. Up doesn't have tons of fart jokes. They don't have burp jokes. It's like let's do this for nine-year-olds the right way. You know what Sonic Team, in my opinion, is doing is hey, let's make this game for twelve-year-olds and nine-year-olds, but let's just like not try. Like let's just yeah, do it. Just they're to not get their saying chi- they're not they're not even pretending like oh well this is a movie for everyone to enjoy this is art you know this is this is something special for the whole family i, I think, mean but i, they're, just, they're, I think they're, it's they're a just like look we're, we're i think i think they can do what they're trying to get at and do it even better they can get even more people playing it who are like nintendo just made new super mario bros wii which you could Brothers. argue <laughs> which you could argue was made for nine-year-olds but guess what? Like, I wouldn't argue that at all I, because it's absolutely not made for nine-year-olds because it is like, absolutely made for we're, every we're, age. Okay, it's made yeah. for every age, it including is. nine-year-olds. Sure. And I think it's that's made, what right. Sonic Team could be doing is making a game that Could be. They should be. That's okay. what I'm saying. They should be doing that. Now, you're both right in, in your own way because, yes, Eddie, you're right that that's Ninten- the, uh, Sega's strategy was like, look, we can get away with making lazy, crappy games because nine-year-olds like Sonic. So right. that's all we have to do ever. And, and, you know, Ray, you're upset with that, obviously, because Tim the therapist. <laughs> there's a lot of people that love Sonic that have been playing these games forever, and they're not nine anymore, and they'd like to enjoy new Sonic games in today's, with today's consoles. Right. But that hasn't been their strategy, and they're starting to see a, a tail off in, in who's going to be putting up with Sonic games because they've been doing that for so long. Well, I hope so, you know, because the, yeah. the problem, you know, has been you have Ray and other people that, like, are still holding out hope, that, like, well, maybe this one will be good for me also, and they keep buying them, you know, like, well, maybe this one will be still be good, and it's like these well, games, for, I mean, for, and just, just, you just have to kind of let it go at some point and be like, you know what, this isn't, this isn't working, you know, we're I mean, not, we're not working out anymore, yeah. you know? <laughs> when Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 came out, it was like, they're trying to go for like they were trying to go for something really epic and really awesome, and they were missing the mark because they're just reaching too far, you know. And so like I could see the qualities in it. Like there's some great stuff in here, and they're they're on their way toward success. basically every Sonic game since Sonic Adventure has been like, well, this has really good potential. That's because after Sonic Adventure two, that was like the peak of great 3D Sonic games, but it still had a ways to go to be where I wanted the game to be. But, in your opinion, right? In my right, opinion, it, and right. I think I think they're on the upswing at that point, and I'm like. They're going for something great, but they're just not quite reaching it. I'm excited to see what they do next. And then they come out with, like, Sonic Heroes. And I was like, this isn't very good. Like, this is really missing the mark. And so, like, it's possible something went wrong with, with one aspect of the right. production. But for to you, but to right. maybe to a lot of other people that are younger, that, right. that they were sort of cared more about, right. it was like, well, Sonic Heroes was a lot of fun. You know, I really like Sonic Heroes. I bet there's a lot of people out there that like Sonic Heroes. The thought of people loving a shiny Sonic just <laughs> depresses me. Which, but by there the, are, there which, are by people way, on our right, side. Which, which by by the way, this is all about, I, how I, they keep doing things that depress you, and I'm like, you need to stop caring about it, you know, because it's just going to depress you. That, like, Here, yes, they're making things <laughs> that aren't, you know, it's like when we, when we, when I showed you that preview of, like, the Marvel Power Pack 
cartoon show and they have like the silver surfer and he's like whoa dudes like this is totally cosmic you know it's like do i get upset about it like hey how dare they mess around with the silver that's not the silver surfer i know they need to have it appeal to all ages but that's the difference is like you have another version of the Silver Surfer showing up in Fantastic Four 2 movie. Yeah, you know, you all, have, which I also d- don't like, you but, know? But so, the, like, they're, here's they're the, just messing with me on every level. I know, but at least you have a couple different versions to choose yeah, from. Yeah, a couple like, bad versions. That's <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah, you have you have Storybook Sonic that's the bad version, then you have Werehog Sonic. You have a lot of different versions. They all suck. <laughs> I think we can all agree on one thing, and that is there's more important things in life than, than bad Sonic games. I like, disagree. for instance, no. getting knights <laughs> yeah, into the new Sega. I was going to say, Sega. we need to get knights into that racing game. That yes. is the most important. The most that's very the, important. That's way more important than, like, a good Sonic game. Listen, I've right. already got the it email draft. It may be the most that. important thing it. you do okay, in your, yeah. dude, <laughs> in your dude, Sonic dude, life. Dude, guys. dude, guys, guys, <laughs> look, look, the next Sonic game has got to have knights. <laughs> driving this car you know like i think we could really make a difference because internet petitions have done a lot yeah what has an internet petition ever done it's like it's like with uh what like going to a baseball game you know and the and the coach goes out and starts yelling at the umpire and i turn to my dad i'm like hey dad have you ever seen an umpire reverse their call because the coach yelled at them he's like "Nope." nope People just like you, you, you want to be able to express your opinion, you know. Yeah. Well, and, and people who play sports will say this too, like, "Oh, hey, you got to come out to our game and cheer us on." You know, it makes all the difference. Really? I think like, I, does the does the <laughs> does does it actually literally make you win a game if there are more people in the audience cheering for you or not? Because I, I mean, I, I would like to 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 like test that theory out. I'd right. like to have the two teams play the same game and then we just switch the audiences, <laughs> you know? No one shows up for one team it's and see the how World they do. Series. And then switch it and no one shows up for the other team. Yeah, and so you do the World Series, right? And and is it always like, well, whoever had more people that supported them, they were always the winning team. Right. Like, I think mm, I no. think there's a factor to be played into that, but I think you're right. Overall, I don't think it's going to really make a difference in the uh... In football it makes a difference, I think, because of the noise level and being able to call plays. But in baseball, no, not so much. Should I save my more timely Black Doom for later when it won't be? Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. <laughs> and ladies, start your engine. Uh, <laughs> if you thought it was disturbing that Ray uh, got married in the comic, like, as Sonic, <laughs> like, there's a more disturbing story. Oh, I a, think I know where you're going with this. A man has married his... 2D virtual girlfriend in real life. Wow. Um, apparently, there is this Nintendo DS game called Love Plus, Never where there are it. three virtual women that you court. Uh, you juggle what? in the first half, you juggle relationships, and then but the second half becomes open ended, letting the player develop a relationship with the character through communication and interaction. Well, this guy went to Guam and married the virtual girl called Nene, apparently. You've married a fake girl inside a video game that doesn't exist. Right, yeah, exa- exactly. I'm just and trying now, to make sure I understand Guam, that. I mean, I would love a trip to Guam and all, but, you know... <laughs> he had to go to Guam <laughs> like, because they're crazy enough there to actually I know, I'm surprised perform with, a ceremony with, with, or what? I'm, with, You know, American laws that we couldn't be making that possible, honestly. Right. I, I mean, this, it's like, it's to like me, the, this is like the saddest event ever. Like, it, I, I that's pretty see, sad. I want to see like a, an old girlfriend turn to the blow-up doll and be like, you, you deserve better the than downgraded. him. Yeah. You downgraded. <laughs> that, that, that's going to take the cake for me because, Ray, you and I talked last week about another 
um, proposal. Oh, the which one? The Pikachu the one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this wasn't in the podcast, so I was going to mention it, but yeah. a guy dressed as Raichu proposed <laughs> to his girlfriend cosplaying as Pikachu, and the ring was inside the Pokeball sort of how, thing. But how could they get married? Because you have to say, I do, and he only says, Pika. <laughs> That's it. That's all he can say. They're like, sorry, this wedding is not valid. Yeah, he should have been like, like Pikachu, I choose you for marriage. <laughs> but he didn't, which is ridiculous. No, they should have come up with their own Pika language where she knew what he was saying when he they did probably, it. Pika, 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 yeah. Pika, 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 Pika. Oh, this man. is even worse than the, the wedding. There's a woman who, who got married to a dolphin. At least that's a real animal. Yeah, yeah at no, least no. you can physically touch each other. <laughs> I, read about a, I don't want to know about it, but it can happen. <laughs> I read about a woman who married a roller coaster. Uh, yes, you're, I remember that. Yes. Which roller coaster is this, by the way? <laughs> I never want to Because go on that if one. other people are going on it, does that mean the roller coaster is cheating? <laughs> this is degenerating quickly. <laughs> we better end it. All right. Well, hey, uh, it's time for musical misfits. Really? Why? Why should it not be? I didn't know you. I thought you had no music, so I, I was well, like, "Are we singing something now?" Or? No, this time the musical misfit is is Eddie performing E.T.'s yes. theme from the Jurassic Park. I, I, Did you intend I, for I, Jurassic Park? No, I, I just have I, I for some reason the Jurassic Park one gets stuck in my head and right. I can't get it out, and I always think of that one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but E.T. is. Um, Oh, that's up. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, some great video game songs have been lost in the shuffle over time, and we play one in full after the show's over for those who are still interested. I get to trade off every other week with our listener suggestions, so enjoy my choice of Temptation of Speed from Sega Rally 2006. So that's it. That's all this week for 2B Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic and every Monday for a brand new podcast, just like the one you heard here, except better. Eddie, thank you uh, so much for being on our podcast. Forget about it. Yay! Woohoo! Can, can, can we have a couple of Mario voice clips? Oh, it's been fun to be here. <laughs> right. Where's Sonic? I'm going to race him. Ooh, it's called Winter Olympics. What a great idea for nine-year-olds. <laughs> hey, it has some potential. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and with that, he's Tim, and we and will. Uh, he is uh, right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
don't know why you want to record. I heard. I just, it, yeah, just in case. It was the worst podcast because they were okay. Uh, you know, full disclosure here. It was about it was about comic books. Okay, okay. and yeah. and I and I really don't listen to podcasts about comic books, but they're they're going to talk about some Blackest Night comics, and so I, I'm kind of interested. It was the worst podcast <laughs> ever because first of all, they'd be like, "So, uh, what are we going to talk about this time?" Uh, this comic. Oh, didn't we talk about that comic the last week? Jeez, um, no preparation. No, I don't think so. Yeah, we we did, didn't we? Because because you you rated it a five on our scale. No, I didn't. No, I think I rated it a four. No, wait, did I <laughs> did I read that one? I don't remember reading it. Well, it had such and such in it. Oh yeah, yeah, we did talk about that last time. <laughs> I, you know, and so that was like ten minutes of the podcast right there. Oh. Them just remembering like if they had or hadn't already <laughs> talked about what they talked about the last time. I am so <laughs> frustrated with podcasts. I really like. I I just is there a way we can broadcast this thing across the world to set a standard of some kind, like just to like whittle out that stuff that's existing. Like I like. You should wanna, need a license wanna, to do a podcast. I don't want to bump us up too high or anything, but like I listen to some podcasts and it like it never fails to amaze me how the majority of podcasts all have an inside gag about how they don't edit their podcasts. And it's like it's like it's supposed to be funny because they don't edit it. Like I got news for you. If everyone edited their podcast and you were the only one that didn't, that would work. But when everyone doesn't edit their podcast and that's like, well, we, that's we're, that's we're lazy. Joke. We're lazy. Yeah. So you know what? Isn't that funny? Like, no, you know what? It's not. Like you're wasting my freaking time. Like either like get like be there for the right reasons, please. Hey guys, it's Ray again with one last note before we sign off here. Believe it or not, that eight-minute discussion about Up we had towards the start was actually edited down from 50 minutes. Now, I have a feeling Tim would never forgive me for editing out so much of his monotone, poorly thought out, and soulless commentary. So that's why, for the first time ever, yes, I'm finally caving in, I'm including the full, uncut, unedited version of our discussion. Check out the page you grabbed this episode of To Be Start Live from and download it there. Just don't say I didn't warn you.